Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Confessions of an IT Manager. I'm Joe. Let's get started. This episode is brought to you by Spoke. If you're like most people, your help desk is getting swamped with the same requests over and over. Spoke uses artificial intelligence to automatically resolve up to 50% of employee requests for you. Employees can ask Spoke questions over Slack, through email, through SMS from your cell phone, and Spoke will provide an immediate, friendly, interactive response. No more, how do I connect to the printer? How do I reset my password? What's the Wi-Fi password? How do I connect to VPN? Those day-to-day questions that you all see in your help desk. With Spoke, employees get what they need to stay happy and productive, and you get more time to focus on getting things done. IT teams using Spoke are able to get back up to four hours of productivity per week per agent by using Spoke. If you're curious about more, visit askspoke.com for a 30-day free trial. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 9 of Confessions of an IT Manager. I had a really good question asked to me this week by one of the listeners. He asked, how do you manage all of the service contracts and support for those? Uh, in your organization. So, you know, all your internet service providers, your telephone service providers, basically those important lines of communication to help keep your business up and going. It's a great question. And unfortunately, there's really not a straightforward answer for that. What I can tell you is that a lot of how that answer is going to be answered is based off of the size of your company, the size of your IT staff, and your budget. Regardless of any of those, however, you should always have your account numbers, um, telephone numbers for the support for whatever those services are, your internet service providers, your telephone providers, everything like that, uh, written down somewhere uh, in two places. You should have a place accessible on the network by anyone in your IT department as well as anyone who might fill in as a backup um, or other managers. Uh, you know, higher level managers in the company so that in the event that you or your IT staff are gone for some reason, you can reach out to those. They should be written down in your actual physical printed out disaster situation um, and planning book that you guys have, which I think we talked about quick in an episode. If not, um, I'll be sure to bring it up here in a future episode. Um, Just in case something major does go down, you have an actual physical book you can look up that same information in. So regardless of any of that, you should have that. However, depending on the size of your company and the amount of contracts you have or uh, service providers you have, you know, it really depends on what you think is going to be best for you and manage your guys' time as best as possible. You don't want to spend hours on the phone with tech support when you have other projects that need to be, you know, worked on or looked at or problems or things that are broken, especially if you're short staffed that day. Um, but on the flip side, if you have the staff to delegate that, um, if you have a full-time network admin and the internet's down, you know, that's, that kind of falls under his plate and you can worry about the rest of the building and, and taking care of everybody else while he's worrying about that, then that's up to you as well. There is an alternative option, um, which is that there are some great companies out there who, um, offer a service where they will be your point of contact and you just call that one company and say, hey, I have a problem with internet service provider A 
and they'll go and handle all the troubleshooting in the middleman and, and getting technicians scheduled and all that stuff. Um, if that's something that's in your guys' budget, something that you've considered, uh, then uh, definitely look into that, especially if it's going to save you guys some time and some headache. Um, definitely worth it. And if not, if you have pretty reliable service and you're talking maybe, you know, maybe once a year you lose internet for, you know, a couple hours and that's when you got to call somebody, you know, then maybe it, it's best just to have it be part of someone's job, either in the IT department, one of the staff, you know, something like that. But that's, that's kind of up to you. Those are kind of my very general suggestions. But uh, based off of past companies I've worked for, it's kind of been an, about a 50-50 mix of that, where sometimes we have people we call, other times we just call the company ourselves. So last week I talked to all of you who don't have an IT job and want to uh, get into IT. And, and I remember I told you to don't worry about all the no's you hear back and just keep pushing forward to those one yeses. Now I want to talk about you've been in an IT job for a while and you want to advance your career. And we've talked about some stuff to help with that, but there's one thing I didn't really address that I do want to circle back around and address, and that is when somebody tells you no in that situation. I'm going to give you an example of what I'm talking about so I can kind of help explain this a little bit better. Back years years back, I should say, in my career, I was just an IT support person, kind of tier two. Um, I handled a little bit of cybersecurity stuff as well as um, kind of higher level projects, uh, higher level support issues, and kind of let the tier one staff handle the typical, you know, break, fix, day-to-day -day stuff that normally happens. I had been learning through a coworker who is still my friend, even though I don't work with him anymore, and some other various outside means, kind of what we've talked about, uh, more about being a network administrator. That was really when I, where I wanted to take my career next. And uh, I w really liked the company I was working at, and so I went to my boss and talked to him about that. And at first, the boss was on board with it, and then next thing I know, he is kind of steering me away from that. Um, you know, not, not to really knock him, but he, him and I didn't always get along the best. He was very micromanaging and controlling, and uh, that's definitely not my style, not something that I like to work for either. And uh, so finally, I got fed up and said, you know, I, I know I can do this. I have the skills. I fill in for our systems administrator when he's on vacation. Um, you know, I'm just going to start applying for jobs. And uh, through applying and looking and lots of prayer and encouragement from family and friends, um, you know, I came across the job, and, and that was the that was a job ago, I guess you could say, for me in this point. And they hired me as a network administrator, and, you know, kind of turning into a long story, so I'll make it short here. That That is also where I got promoted to being an IT manager, um, which was unexpected and, and welcome. But uh, when I turned in my two-week resignation and my was talking to my boss at the time about it, you know, he he asked me, he goes, so what are you going to go do? And I said, well, I'm going to go be their network administrator for him. And he just looks at me and says, you can do that? And I say, yeah, I can. And, and they think so too. And he just had the most puzzled look on his face. What I learned from that is a few things and something I want to pass on to you. Don't let a supervisor, a boss, you know, something like that, 
tell you you're not good enough, you're not capable of doing something um, that you have reached kind of the max of what you can reach. Uh, that same supervisor told me once that I had, I had capped out and there was no more room for me to grow. And uh, I refused to take that as an answer when there is so much more in IT that we can all learn daily, basically. And uh, I want to pass that on to you guys. Don't take that no for an answer either. You know, I encourage you to be loyal to your company. Uh, that shows a lot of great value in you as an employee. It shows great value in your company if it's a great company. Um, but if you want to keep moving forward in your career and you have a roadblock such as a supervisor or someone like that telling you, no, you can't do that, that you've done all you can and, and you've learned all you can, then don't take that for an answer. Keep learning. Keep growing. And start applying for other places. Don't don't let that hold you back from achieving your goals and your dreams. If you have if you're in an IT support position right now and your dream is to become a network administrator one day, don't give up on that. You know, same thing with wherever you are in your career. Um, just keep following that, pursuing that, and uh, learning about it. When you learn those skills and have those skills, those are skills that are going to stay with you. And there will always be stuff to learn and there will always be room to grow. And don't be afraid of that either. But I want to encourage you guys, don't let anyone tell you you can't do that. Don't let anyone tell you you can't learn. And don't let anyone hold you back either. If you are curious about any more of that or you've been in a similar, uh, excuse me, similar situation <laughs> and uh, you want to talk more about that, uh, maybe you kind of work in a rough situation right now, uh, please reach out to me. I'd be happy to talk to you, happy to give you some encouragement and let you know that, you know, you're not alone. Um, it is actually kind of common, unfortunately, that this type of thing happens, but you're definitely not alone. Don't be afraid to reach out to me. I'm more than happy to talk to you. Well, everyone, that's all I have for you in this episode. As always, if you have any questions or are curious about anything, whether that is technology or career advice or anything like that, don't be afraid to reach out to me. I'm happy to help. Um, you know, I'm not proclaiming myself as any expert know-it-all of anything, but I am more than happy to give some direction, give some input, and uh, maybe help you uh, learn some stuff to uh, solve a problem, grow your career, anything like that. And I'm always excited to learn from you all as well. I'm going to leave you guys with a song this time around. Um, this time it is a little different than some of them that I've done. Uh, this is actually a country song, and it is called Hurricane by Luke Combs. See you guys next time. Then you rolled in with your hair in the wind, baby, without warning. I was doing all right, but just your side had my heart shown in. The moon went high. Stars quit shining, rain was driving thunder.